Hello, my beautiful souls, and welcome to another episode of Unleash Your Better Version, where I, Liz, your host, share personal stories, events that have turned into lessons for me to help someone out there going through the same. I'm here to tell you that you're not alone and you're way stronger than you think. So without further ado, let's jump into today's episode. Welcome back to another episode of Unleash Your Better Version um, with me, your host, Liz. So, okay, guys, um, a quick little, <clears throat> I guess, like, disclaimer. Um, I just got a new mic um, for podcasting. Um, I'm trying to upgrade my setup. I'm trying to upgrade everything in life first of all (laughs) but um no for real i did get a new mic um for the podcast so that is what i'm using today and i am not sure if the audio how the audio is gonna sound i mean i did a little test um check first and it actually sounds really really good literally if a pin dropped you could hear it this microphone and the sound reminds me so much of asmr um but this mic is like really really good so that's what i'm testing now so the audio like you see that um it's like like off ish um it's because of the new mic okay guys so i'm trying to figure out like the placement the volume and all that so i'm gonna try my best um probably wasn't a good idea to test out this mic for this episode because this episode is very meaningful to me but we're gonna just work with it okay so let's jump into today's episode okay so uh trigger warning for this episode is miscarriage so if that's a sensitive topic for you then i suggest uh, skipping this episode for now but do join me in future episodes because this will be a a two-part series um so yeah okay Like I said, sorry for the audio, you guys. I'm getting used to a new mic and a new setup, okay? But um, first and foremost, I do want to dedicate this podcast um, to my beautiful angel in heaven, whom um, I ask for forgiveness every day and that I love so dearly. And I also want to dedicate this not just to my angel baby, to but also for all the um, mommies who have an angel um, in heaven watching over them. This episode is for all the mommies who have had to say goodbye to their babies before getting to hug them. Um, for those who have had to give birth um, to their baby not breathing. And who in general have had to lay to rest um, a piece of their heart. Um, this episode is for you. Uh, just to let you know that you are not alone and um, to honor you and your angel baby. So, uh, like I said, this is going to be a two-part video. In this first part, I am going to talk about miscarriage in general, um, like a few statistics, and I guess just in general, I've, um, I mean, a lot of people kind of know, but there is a few different types of miscarriage. Just to inform you guys, really to give you guys a background on miscarri- miscarrying, that's, um, and I'm going to share um, a few stories um, and of those who have given me permission, um, some people really close to me, and then and the 
uh, part two, I will be sharing my personal story um, and uh, all of that information on what happened, like my firsthand experience on this. But um, I also do have a YouTube video up now. Um, what was supposed to be the journey of my pregnancy and what was supposed to like, you know, be this beautiful video, um, unfortunately had to end uh, shortly and did not have a great outcome. But I do have a video like when I first found out that I was pregnant and um, the first few doctor's appointments that I had gone to. And then um, I do have another video um, on the DNC, the surgery that I got. Um, in order to remove um, the fetus from my uterus. So that's also up on my YouTube. If you don't follow me on YouTube, go ahead and subscribe. It's just my name, Lasad Camino. <clears throat> this podcast, I just wanted to go a little bit more in depth about it um, and share uh, some information. Um, I am not a doctor, nor am I a medical professional. <laughs> All the information that I have and that I'm sharing is from research that I've done um, in credited websites. Also, information that I have from my personal experience with my doctors. Everybody's experience is very different. So, um, what I've gone through doesn't mean that you're going to go through this. It doesn't mean that the person before me went through this. So, it's just um, stuff that I know based on what happened to me and um, a few websites that I've gone and done some good research on. So, unfortunately, miscarriage is way more common than we think. Um, so not only is it a traumatic thing to talk about and get brought up, but um, also not a lot of people. So based on what my doctor had told me, um, there the success for miscarriage is actually a little bit higher than what is reported just due to the fact that sometimes um, women don't even know that they're pregnant or that they miscarried um, because it was um, like too early in the pregnancy. So they actually never even knew. Um, but... <clears throat> Statistics show that 10 to 15 of 100 pregnancies will end in miscarriage. Uh, so one in every eight women will miscarry in their first trimester. That's most common. It's the first trimester, your first 12 weeks. Um, for some, it is also common to miscarry and not know um, that you're pregnant, like I said. So it was pretty early. And just because the symptoms are kind of similar to a period, uh, that's why a lot of people don't know that they were pregnant. Um, it could be also like their period is irregular. So it is a lot of um, reasons. Like I said, everybody's body is different and everybody's experience is different. And like I said, a lot of people choose to not talk about it for many reasons to protect their emotional health or mental health or just respectively like their own choice not to talk about it, which is totally okay. Not everybody has to talk about everything they go through in life. Um, like I said, I'm very open and I'm the type that I need to express how I'm feeling, what I'm going through, or I will go crazy. Um, so there is different types of miscarriages. Um, there's molar pregnancies, ectopic pregnancies, um, which these end in miscarriages. There's complete and incomplete miscarriages, missed miscarriage, chemical, blighted, ovum or something o ovum i'm not sure if i'm pronouncing that right correct if that, i'm pronouncing that word correctly um and i think the most painful one which um in some cases isn't really considered a miscarriage but rather a loss has been a stillbirth and in that case at that point uh you already 
uh, when like kind of full term um, on your pregnancy, if I'm not mistaken, like I said, I'm not, there's different scenarios where it's considered different things. Um, just in general, um, a miscarriage gets defined when the fetus is anywhere from 19 weeks um, or less, and then stillbirth is considered 20 weeks and over. So um, like I said, stillbirth, um, it's a loss, um, but at that point, in some cases, you have to already, like, they make you deliver your baby. In other cases, like, um, it, it's just different. But regardless, 20 weeks and over, it's already considered um, a stillbirth, a, a, a loss in general. And then 19 weeks below, it's still a miscarriage. Um, like I said, some, it depends on the it depends on the situation what you consider it um so and although the pain is very different for all of us um it's still a loss um that we share as mothers having to be told that our babies are no longer with us and in some cases the miscarriages happen um naturally um in the sense where your body will know that the fetus is no longer um living and it will start to reject the tissue around it and just the fetus in general um in other cases in order to proceed to finish the um the miscarriages a pill will be given to you to speed up the process and wake up your body um, to release the fetus and the tissue and in very rare occasions but still common and i was one of these and it was so crazy my experience you guys um but in other um situations um a procedure called the dnc will have to be performed due to your body not being able to release um the fetus or any fetal tissue left behind so at this point it just becomes a little bit more of a health risk for you to keep waiting so um there's different types like i said um uh, mine in my okay in my situation was a missed miscarriage so i wouldn't have even known i didn't have any of the symptoms um only an ultrasound would have been able to tell me that um, the fetus was no longer, um, there was no longer cardiac activity <clears throat> with my child. But um, I had, um, it's crazy because, um, I mean, I, I was familiar with miscarriages. I wasn't oblivious to it. I also did take a child development class, like a few actually. Um, so I, I mean, I knew I had heard of it, but I had never... Thankfully, I guess I had never had anyone that close to me, like a like a mom, my mom or my sister, um, or my cousin, go through it. So I wasn't so familiar as to like the impact emotionally, but just in general, I can only imagine like having being pregnant and then being told that you're no longer pregnant. You know, I did have a teacher in middle school who, um, in her first pregnancy, she did miscarried and. I had seen how it affected her, so um, that was, I guess, as closest to me because we she shared her pregnancy, and then um, when she came back, like she just cried, having to tell us she had to break it down. She wanted to break it down to us and, and let us know like what was going to happen, like so we wouldn't ask questions, you know. Um, and she she cried. She you could tell like she was broken about it. So um, I did have um, a teacher go through that. So I. I wasn't so oblivious, like I said, and and I always said I that I don't know what I would do 
if I were was if I was ever in a situation like that, I don't know how women overcome overcome that. And I guess God really said, like, I'm gonna make you strong from this and I'm gonna make you be more compassionate. Um, and I'm gonna make you be smarter and wiser. And now I now I I make myself more relatable to more people because I can feel their pain. Um, obviously before I could only have imagined it, but now I definitely know what it feels like. But um, after sharing my story though, I came to find out more people around me had gone through it, like friends um, and peers. And, and like I said, today I will be sharing um, the story of some of the women in my very inner circle whom um, have been very gracious um, to give me the permission to share their story and who I have a lot of love and respect and who have all helped me in their own way during my grieving um, process. So um, I'm going to start with the first story. <clears throat> so um, a very close friend and coworker of mine um, is she's an amazing mother of two beautiful, smart children and a mother of two perfect little angel babies who um are not with us here in the physical world but um i see her sometimes as like a mom and other times like as a sister (laughs) she's like a two-in-one person um and she's guided me through this process with so much compassion and um like sensitivity um she has gone through this unfortunately twice already and i can't imagine imagine um her pain um but the biggest part that she's helped me with a lot has been preparing me for the procedure um uh she just brought like peace to me and assured me that it was the best thing for me um because she had also gotten this done and she's just she guided me through it she mentally prepared me because um this was the first procedure that I was ever getting done so she was like, this is what's going to happen. Trust me, it's the best thing. I have such peace um, because with the DNC, the, um, they do, I'm not sure if this is at all hospitals or all doctors do this, but for us, for her and for I, for me, they um, they give they gave us the option, they gave her the option to do a biopsy on the fetus and on herself to make sure that everything was healthy and just, you know, as a precaution. So like in the future, when she does get pregnant, she's able to know that she can and it's nothing in her body or maybe you know now she knows that there was something wrong with um the fetus like there was an abnormality so um i she she told me to ask about that and so i could get more clearance and more more clarity and more peace of mind in like kind of like what went wrong in the pregnancy so um because of her i was able to get confirmation that both um, baby and I were and are very healthy, and it's just, it was um, cosas de la vida. It was just how life played itself, and um, it just was not the time. So um, I, I thank her a lot for um, for opening my eyes and teaching me about this uh, procedure and about the science behind it and what can be done. So um, <clears throat> also, guys. 
I am getting through like a cold. I was gonna film this episode last week, but my just I had like a horrible, horrible cough, and I'm still kind of getting over it. So if I'm clearing my voice a lot, I, I'm very sorry, and I'm gonna <clears throat> take a few pauses um, to drink some water. Now, in her experience after her biopsy on this most recent um, pregnancy that I was able to kind of be a part of because I already um, knew about it. Her first pregnancy um, happened, I think, a while back, so I still didn't know her. But the second one, um, I remember the day she told me she was pregnant and um, uh, when she told me after her miscarriage as well, like her situation, she actually was on a vacation. She was out of the country when it happened and had to come back, fly back into the States on an emergency, on a panic. So Oh my heart, my heart truly breaks for her for that that time when we were told the news. I just I couldn't. My heart really was with her at that moment because I just couldn't have imagined being in her situation. But with her biopsy, um, when she did her DNC, and with much extensive um advanced science, she got the answers that have now led her. Um, to make this decision of um, embarking in an IVF journey and she has been so patient with this experience she's been so understanding and as calm as she can be like I can only imagine what she's going through like having to put so much hormones and drugs in your system and having to go through is not only like physically like health wise but mentally spiritually I can only imagine how draining it has to be emotionally also like being told okay this is how many eggs you have unfortunately these eggs didn't make it through phase two or x y and c reasons you know like I can only imagine the stress she's going um through but I think thankfully um like I said she was able to know okay there was something wrong with the eggs that were being um, fertilized at the time and now because of this she's um able to get help from doctors to pick and choose the best um candidates the best eggs um to fertilize in order to um in order for her to have a successful pregnancy so i'm very happy for her and even through all this um through this journey and god's grace i have no doubt in my mind that um her blessing is um awaiting her her blessing is on the way and i i can't wait for this to to happen for her because she she deserves she deserves it honestly but she also gave me hope knowing like one she taught me about the dnc but also two she's taught me a lot so much she's learned through this ivf journey so much about the woman's reproductive area like she's like a pro i feel like she should open like her fertility office at this point like she is so educated and i felt like all of this happened for a reason for her for her to gain all this knowledge now and to help other women going maybe thinking of um embarking in ivf or wondering certain things about the body like now she's telling me she's recommending i freeze my eggs i am kind of getting up there in life i'm still kind of young i think they uh, suggest anywhere at like at 30 and more obviously so I'm four years and a half shy from being 30 so um and there is no um there's no plans of baby a baby coming and it's not really looking like it's gonna happen for me anytime soon my dating life is not existing really <laughs> so she's 
teaching me and um, guiding me um, in maybe having the possibility. So in the future, I don't struggle. And so I know, okay, I have these great embryos, these great eggs. I'm not really sure the terminology, but I have these potential ones and I can't get pregnant when I meet the right person, you know. So a big, big shout out to her. Like I said, she's taught me so much when it comes to the health part of it, the science behind it. It's just insane how smart she she is and how much knowledge she's gained from it. So I know all of that knowledge is going to be um, for good use and I know she's going to put it to use um, to help other women that have struggled and that just can't seem to get it right ivf thankfully has worked for a lot of people and i know it's gonna work for her um to wrap up the the story of this great friend of mine um it also it is just so crazy how life works but we um had our procedures done at the same hospital and the hospital that we do is very religious, as is she, and as I am religious, so as am I. Oh my god, my grammar is just off today. <laughs> but we were blessed enough to have been um, taken care of by this hospital that sees any type of fetus as a human being, as a living thing. And therefore, they properly discard of um, the fetuses. <clears throat> Um, and by that, I, they have a section at a cemetery where it's like a garden, I guess, in a sense, um, that where they put, they place all the, the fetuses that they remove from the, a woman's body. And you're able to go and pay tribute to your angel baby and her babies. And my baby are in that garden or in that section. And um, we are planning to go together. None of her and I have not gone yet. And um, it's so beautiful that I get to to visit this place, not by myself, but with someone who's also there to pay tribute to their angel baby. So um, that's a big blessing. And it's so crazy how everything works like this. I feel like brought us closer because not only are our babies buried next to each other, but I know that in heaven, they're playing in like a swing set and they're just having like so much fun together. And her and I are here helping each other through these experiences. So that, I mean, I, I feel connected to her because of the experience, but also because just knowing that our babies are together. Like when she told me that, that was like, it just made me so happy because like I said, I haven't visited yet and um, I want to go with someone that can I can cry with and um I'm excited to to visit I I plan to visit before the winter comes um and um her and I are gonna go together so I just wanted to send her a big hug and tell her that I love her so much she knows exactly who she is and thank you for letting me um share your story this uh, second story that I'm gonna share is from another co-worker who is a mommy of two beautiful boys and one angel baby and whom I now feel pretty close to um, after sharing our stories and finding um, some similarities in there. Um, she miscarried roughly about a year ago, and um, and I, I knew about this like a few months after it happened to her, and then now that it happened to me, we shared our story, and actually now that, um, like after I shared and everything, she's actually pregnant currently and it's so crazy because when she told me like 
how far along she was in her due date were actually like three days apart four days so every wednesday i was um the baby grew one week older and in her situation right now every saturday she's um her baby is one week older so our like our timing is a few days off but our due dates were very very close they were literally like two days apart um just because she's a little bit more on the high risk side so they would have probably induced her or or probably going to try to get her to um to deliver sooner but um so that was i when she found that when i found out i was just like oh my god no like literally with all due respect i feel like i'm enjoying what was like my pregnancy through her like i felt like that journey like her journey is just it's bringing comfort to me because she's so close you know like because i get to see her every day at work and i get to see um her belly grow and i get to talk about to her and like see how um everything's going and stuff like that so i feel like i'm experiencing um my pregnancy as well through now her pregnancy she's um a pretty private person honestly and like i said i didn't even know about her miscarriage her miscarriage from last time until months later that she decided to open up to me and unfortunately for her not only um did she have to um suffer a miscarriage but she also was dealing with other health issues um she had a tumor growing in her uterus i believe it was um and she had no knowledge of this so the baby was being affected by this also um and it like i said it was like two in one so she also had to get a dnc but she also had to get um another surgery to remove that tumor from her so I feel like her experience was a little bit a bit stronger because imagine not knowing there was something wrong with you and um it it being affect it affecting your child. So um my heart goes out to her as well. I sent her a big hug, but she um had some bleeding but was told by her doctors that it was implantation bleeding, just like I was told at first. Um and that's I actually went to the hospital because it concerned me and that at the hospitals I got confirmation that everything was okay but in a situation like that if you're miscarrying unfortunately there is nothing that can be done like it just happens you know so for her when she had was having her bleeding slash spotting she decided to hold off because her doctor's appointment was I think like the next day or two days later so she just stayed at home and then when she went to the appointment is when they confirmed that she actually had miscarried so but like i said you're in a situation where even if she had gone to the hospital there was nothing they could do at that point so you're kind of left in a situation where you think okay if i went would it have changed but at the same time it doesn't change anything but like i said not only was she being told that um the fetus was no longer living but she has to go to the hospital because they have to remove two things from her her child and her this tumor that's growing and she has no knowledge and can affect her like i said she is now a pregnant thank god she's able to um, relive um, this experience now with a positive outcome primero dios like she's able to be a mom again and bring another precious life into this world you know so 
uh, like I said, she we kind of share similar close due dates, and it's just right around the holidays, which is a beautiful thing, I think, in my opinion, because I mean, there's so much celebration going on, there's so much high good spirits around um, December and around Christmas. So uh, this Christmas for her and this New Year's is going to be um, a very very special time in her life that she's going to be welcoming um, a new uh, baby into the world, but. Uh, God's plan is always bigger than ours, and we sometimes, we, it's hard to see that um, due to, you know, tragic things that happen in our life, but you have to trust his timing for her, um, like I said, because she's pregnant, so she was able to get pregnant, I think a few months later, she she miscarried around August, and then in March, she became pregnant, so timing, I mean, it's just perfect, and and what for whatever reason we will never know but what for whatever reason it didn't happen at that time it's happening now and god is gonna make this outcome a positive outcome this baby is like means that much more to her of course all, like her babies mean ev- the world to her she's an excellent mom she's she's so funny her boys are the funniest little thing um but now like sh- it's that much more special you know so a big shout out to her as well like i said um i my heart goes out to her because obviously now with this experience and she was telling me you know like um and that's I feel like it's gonna be me too you go in and, and she told she told me she's like yeah you know like um anxiety does rise when you go to doctor's appointment um especially when um a certain week I think it was like her 12th week I'm not quite sure I don't have the best memory but um at a certain at that appointment where she was told that it it happened that appointment she was very scared to go in and just these first few appointments her anxiety is pretty high up and and it's sad it's sad that as a woman like you can enjoy a pregnancy after a miscarriage because your anxiety levels are just off the roof because you're scared at well is this appointment Let's just say, example, like I said, for her, it was like her 12 weeks or 15 weeks. Is this the appointment? Is this appointment the same thing going to happen? And you just go in with anxiety instead of with excitement. And that's not how it should be. Like pregnancy is such a beautiful thing and you should be excited. But it's a scary thing after you've gone through this. So for her, I I literally, my heart goes out to her and I try to encourage her and give her words of encouragement. Like I said, it's different for everyone. Like, um everyone handles it differently but I think when you have support system and when you ha- when you're surrounded by positive you can feed off of that so um my positive vibes go out to her every time she goes to a doctor's appointment because you want to enjoy it and it's not fair that you can't because of a past experience so we actually find out we like if it's me like if I'm her sister <laughs> but she actually gets to find out the gender of her baby in two weeks and I'm so excited and I am announcing it here that I have a big feeling and a gut feeling that it's a girl like my heart is just set on it and like I said she has two beautiful boys so this would just be like perfect I know she wants a girl too so um we're so excited literally like at work we have like this big thing and we love her she means so much to us at work she's literally like so like she's so private and she's so like she's reserved and she has the purest intentions so you just literally feel the need to like protect her and only want the best for her and just 
like you're happy for her like because i said because she's so like quiet and everything i'm just like let me jump up and down for you because you won't jump up and down but a big shout out to her and in god's name this baby will come um around the holidays around christmas and it's going to be the most beautiful beautiful thing on earth so again thank you for her for letting me share her story um and now last but not least um i'm gonna share another story of someone very close to me so um this person is basically like family to me honestly like at this point what i mean she's like family she's like my sister she's like my cousin she's just family to me honestly um she is the mother of my beautiful crazy smart annoying just uh, everything in one of my goddaughter um and she has um she's a really a big supporter um she's been one of my biggest supporters um when it comes to my social media my youtube my podcast everything like she's so encouraging she's like she's like like another hype woman of mine literally um i love her love her to death and she is an amazing mother to my goddaughter i'm so so proud of my goddaughter like she is the smartest little girl it blows my mind and it's all thanks to her honestly because she is doing an amazing job at raising her and she's also the mom of my beautiful nephew whom he's he, i'm growing on him like i just saw them a week two weeks ago almost he's not my biggest fan um he's low-key like his dad my cousin he's a little hater but he's so cute i know i'm gonna grow on him he's gonna love me i'm gonna be his favorite aunt i already know but um she um also is a mommy of a a beautiful angel baby whom again not happy obviously but also very happy that my little baby is not alone up there and has a little cousin that he can play or she can play with um fortunately but also unfortunately for both of us um but our kids are in heaven together they have each other their little cousin so they get to um hold each other and live it up up in heaven so i'm very happy that my baby isn't alone not only like i said i have my friend whose baby is playing with my baby but my baby has a cousin there and family is the biggest thing and um not only does it have a cousin but it also has my grandpa my great grandmother my uncle my guardian angels but it has a little cousin to play with so that brings peace to my heart knowing that they're not alone and they have each other and they're comforting each other like I said their blood at the end of the day that's that was going to be my little niece or nephew so um she's a mom of two babies here and one angel baby in heaven and I am so proud of her because despite her age and how young she is she is one of the strongest persons I know one of the strongest yeah strongest person like I said my grammar is just off today she is she is so strong she is so independent as well she's very kind she's just a great person and i'm very thankful to have her in my life like i said she's basically family to me 
She gave me my goddaughter. She gave me the opportunity to help raise my goddaughter and be an influence on her and raising her. So I couldn't be more thankful for that. She she serves big milestones with me about my goddaughter. Um, she always keeps me in mind. Like I said, she's my biggest hype woman, always cheering for me. So it's been great to have her support system um, and to be able to relate to her. She can relate to me and we can um, we can count on each other for that. But for her, um, her second pregnancy, unfortunately, ended in um, in a miscarriage, and she had to endure the pain of having to to deal with um, all the blood um, and and see that scene. Um, I remember when my my cousin called me in panic, crying. I'll never forget that day. I was leaving from work when he called me in such a panic and such a uh, frantic like he was he was hysterical and it hurt him as much as it hurt her I know and like I said I'm just proud of her and proud of my cousin proud of both of them for how they've handled the situation and how they've carried themselves now and definitely you can see that it changed her it it matured not only did my goddaughter make her mature like I said she's a young mom but this experience also made her grow up pretty fast like Sometimes I forget how young she is, like, because she's very mature. She carries herself very um, respectable, but um, her as well, she did end her, she her pregnancy did end in her first trimester, right before getting to know the gender of her baby as well. She has one um, ultrasound picture, just like I do, that we get to hold on to, and um, I remember when she first posted about it, too. And like I said, that was the closest thing that I had to me to a family member that had gone through it. And just knowing how great of a mom she is and the excitement to be a mom again, it was it 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 breaks your heart because you see this person, you see how like how loving they are. You see, like I said, I got to see she's very close to me. So I, I see her a lot and I get to see um, how she raises my goddaughter and she's doing a great job. So to to see that her dreams of being a mom were crushed for um during her second pregnancy, it broke my heart because I know she she would have been an amazing mom to this angel baby. But again, like another positive outcome and another inspiration to me that it can happen and it will happen to me when it's the right time. Like she got pregnant a third time and she was able to carry my my handsome little nephew full term and he's the cutest little thing honestly like i and i know like that pregnancy for her like this that this third time like met the world to her and like i said your love for your children just grow like i'm not a mom but i just can't imagine when that time comes because you already love your kids so much and then when you go through something like that just makes you appreciate it 10 times more and I can see it I can see when she hugs her her babies when she hugs my nephew like you can see that that love that the void is still there but the love for her babies here are just that much bigger and mean that much more being a mom to her is the best reward for her and she loves these children to death and when it's our time to go we will be reunited with our babies that didn't get to be here and share a hug with us physically but I just wanted to give her also a big shout out for for being vulnerable with me and sharing that part um, of her story and her life and like I said that I'm able to 
to see these these three women in my life um I'm able to now witness them get pregnant again and it's just so rewarding like I said because for whatever reason um we we don't understand it but for whatever reason it didn't happen at the time that it did but that it will happen and that the next time will be the the right time and the next time will be a better outcome and we will get to see our oh my god i just realized i'm not sure if you guys are able to hear the cicadas outside that's how great this microphone is i'm telling you like a pin drop you'll be able to hear it but i did want to wrap up this episode by just first first and firm first and foremost oh my gosh um thanking these three amazing women in my life who um shared their stories with me and who uh, let me share their stories on my podcast um and they all mean something very different but all the same in their own way um they don't know what they've done to help me get through this experience because nothing prepares you for this and like i said unless you've gone through it you just could never understand and thankfully you know my mom never had to go through it so it's hard to talk to her but i feel so close to these women because if i need to cry they can cry with me and if i need reassurance on something they're there for me like i said seeing them be pregnant now um after their miscarriage it's just a reminder that it's possible and it's we shouldn't be afraid and that the reward is so much bigger um the pain is worth it it will be worth it one day at least that's how i see it like i said for everyone is very different i know some moms it's harder to understand and accept for me i've been able to accept it because of these women they've helped me because of my faith so a big shout out to them and a big shout out to to you if you're listening and if you've gone through this um know be reassured by these women that you you will get pregnant again and you will carry a full-term baby and you will get to hug your child and one day we will all be reunited and my heart goes out to those women also who unfortunately do not have a great support system that unfortunately have to do this alone have to go through this experience alone um find resources um find support groups get help go to therapy um pray about it seek a religion seek a stronger power um to get to overcome something like this because as much as we try and say like to be strong and as much as we say i can do it by myself this is one of the toughest things to go through alone you do not have to go through this alone you shouldn't go through this alone so get help find help and um i will see you guys in my next episode where i will be sharing my story and oh my gosh i can already i'm already starting to prepare myself because i know the tears will be coming but thank you guys so much for tuning into today's episode and i'll see you guys in my next episode